Welcome back to another amazing episode of the Everyday Growth Podcast. I'm your host, Anthony J. And here we search out for individuals who have had growth in one way, shape, or form during their lifetime. Community, welcome back. I'm so happy to be back here. It is episode 56, I believe. And in episode 55, we went over training for strength and how often you should do that. If you guys have missed that, please go back to episode 55. Um, It was two episodes ago, and we talk about movements for strength. We talk about three times a week versus four times a week training splits. And at the very end of it, I also offer a three time a week and a four time a week sample training week for free. That's what I'm giving to this community. And that was an episode 55 training for strength and how often. My last episode that was, sorry, this is episode 57. Holy cow, guys. I thought it was 56. It is actually 57. In episode 56, I had on a former elite level athlete, professional athlete, Danae Brown, and we talked everything life on and off the competition floor and what is she what she is up to today and actually what it takes to become a professional athlete and most importantly, what it takes to maintain a sustainable lifestyle while being a professional athlete. We go into such great detail um, as Danae starts talking about the food that she was eating, nutrition, macros, calories, the things that she had to put in her body, how much food she was eating. It was 3,000 calories plus, which to put that into perspective really quick, guys, I am 210 pounds, around 210, 212 on a good day, and I, my maintenance calories is around 3,000 calories, That and I go to work out three to four times a week, and I work out, I would say, pretty hard. I lift, I don't do any kind of CrossFit anymore, but I do a lot of like power building where I'm doing you know bodybuilding movements for accessory works, and I'm doing power lifting. Um, lifting some pretty heavy weight, deadlift, squat, bench, things in that nature, cleaning, squat cleaning, clean and jerking, all those things. And uh, I was eating 3,000 calories as a maintenance. And she's eating 3,000 plus while she was a lean level athlete. She also goes into, she was training, you know, four to six hours a day, going into the gym multiple times, getting in multitude of workouts per day, per week, per month, and also trying to, Um, towards the end of her career, raise a daughter at the same time. And she talks about how hard and the difficulties that she had to face and the struggles that she was having to do um, between all of that. And you guys, it is such an amazing, amazing episode. So please go back to the Danae Brown episode. Listen to what a former athlete, uh, elite level professional athlete has to say about how relevant it is between being a elite level athlete and in your lifestyle today and how you can connect the dots to you know, having to be on top of your nutrition game, your your sleep, your mindset, all of those things that you need to be on top of today, they all correlate with what an elite level athlete must do as well. Of course, it's not down to the T like an elite level athlete. Give me a break here. Let's take that with the grain of salt community. But you can always find correlations between two things that, that are remotely the same, you know. So listen to that. It's really good. Go back, listen to episode 55 also for training for strength and how often to get a three or four time a week free. That's free, everybody. F-R-E-E, sample training week. And I go into great depth on when you should be working out, how hard you should be training, things in your life and why you should be training three or four times a week or hell, even two times a week and what that should actually look like. At the end of episode 55, Training for Strength and How Often, I gave you guys some some you know carbs, fats, and proteins breakdown, and I said I was going to pick up on the next episode, 
which is this episode, so welcome, with a complete nutritional breakdown of that goes hand in hand, basically part two of that episode. So here we are talking about nutrition today. Get out your pens, get out your papers, whatever you guys want to do, take notes on. I always say break out a pen and paper because the things that um, the guests come on and say are the things that I try to educate you guys on. These are the things you need to write down. These are the things you need to write down because writing something down, you're not just listening. You're listening, you're writing it down with pen and paper, and you're reading it again as you write it. You know, unlike your phone, you put a note in your phone and you can either flip through Instagram or Facebook right away, you know, and it's like it's in there somewhere and you eventually you'll get back to it. When you have a notebook just full of education and information that you get from podcasts and or this Everyday Growth Podcast, which would be awesome if you guys took separate notes just for this podcast. There's so many cool things that happen on here. All my all the guests that I have on are just super amazing. Those things should be in that notebook to where you can look at it, read it, and take different notes because this thing called fitness and nutrition, there's no ceiling to it. It's always expanding. It's always contracting. It's always growing. It's always shrinking. It's always changing per each individual's lifestyle. And that's one thing we have to always remember. This thing changes all the damn time. So you guys, today is all about nutrition. But before we go on, if you are new here, welcome. This is your one-stop shop for everything fitness, nutrition, and mindset related. I have on guests from A to Z, male, female, young and old, all over walks of life of the world. And we have them on whether they've had growth in one way, shape, or form. And here is where you can learn. Here is where you can get educated. And here is where you can become that 1% better each and every single day. And that is what I preach to everyone. Everyone I come across in my life, I am an online and in-person nutrition and fitness and wellness coach. I help everybody through mindset. I program for people um, all over the U.S. I don't have any people over in Europe or overseas yet, but we will be getting there. Unlike this podcast that is getting listened to overseas as we speak, I know we have some, some people in Saudi Arabia, some Germany, some Europe. It's so amazingly awesome to actually have people sit down and listen to this dummy talk. And I think that's that's the one thing that we always have to remember. There's always somebody listening, so you have to be on your best behavior. So guys, without further ado, the sponsor of this podcast, you know who it is. I always say it every single time. It is Ambition Threads Company. Ambition Threads is out of Murfreesboro, Tennessee, and it is the best streetwear, gymwear, whatever you nightwear, whatever you guys want want to want to call it. It is an amazing company led by an amazing young man named Tyler Gentry who has gifted this wonderful community a 20% off code. As long as you go in, pick out some stuff that's not on sale and use code everyday all in caps at checkout. That's everyday and receive 20% off any and all future purchases. Not to mention he has his website. So if you go to ambitionthreads.com, he has his website broken up into four cool, like real cool um, blocks there. So he's got new releases, men's, women's releases, and he has a clearance section where he takes, you know, older vintage stuff or stuff he's got laying around the warehouse and tosses that on clearance for pretty, pretty cheap. You guys can definitely pick up a bunch of stuff in there for like 15 bucks a shirt. It's so wild. And not to mention he's, he always has new stuff coming out. This company is so amazing. I've been blessed with working with them for a little bit of time now, and I hope going forward we can actually grow the relationship and grow the business together. But for right now, guys, it's just 20% off any and all orders. Use that code every day at checkout. And they just came out with their brand new mission tees. Women have the brand new uh, slit tanks. There's also signature tees for men and women. And the women also have 
windbreakers. They have premium crop hoodies, which are super, super cool. It's like a crop top, but it is a hoodie sweatshirt, and it comes in a multitude of different colors. It's like a gray, a green. Uh, what else they got? They have like a like a white cream. Um, they have a black with the pink ambition. It's just so such really unique stuff that you can wear out any single time of the day or night and inside and outside the gym, which is most important for us people, right? Like once you're into the fitness industry and the nutrition, like you want to wear stuff that's comfy. You're always in gym clothes. You're always in, you know, just lounge clothes and we want them to be fashionable. So that's kind of where these things are headed these days. So you guys head on over to ambitionthreads.com. Use that code every day to receive yourself 20% off. So you guys, today is all about nutrition and I want to say a quick Sorry if you can hear construction going on. Uh, we just moved back into our lovely two-bedroom, one-bath apartment. And <clears throat> excuse me. And when we move out of these places, when a, when, a, when a tenant moves out of our apartment building, the landlord, if it's if it's an older unit, he remodels it. So I put off doing podcasts and I put off doing a lot of work in my new office. And that's probably why you sound a little echoey right now is the fact that I'm in my brand new office and there's no rugs, there's nothing on the wall, there's no furniture, just a desk and a computer and blank walls right now. Um, I haven't finished any, even unpacking all the boxes. So you're probably going to hear an echo from there. And then the guys, I think they just took lunch. So I think I timed this podcast perfect. They are banging around to the, in the unit of right above me. They're doing doors and floors and windows and you name it, they're doing it, but they are pounding and pounding and pounding. And they start at like seven 30 in the morning. So thank you for that. It's been going on since, uh, since Friday. So it's uh, oh, there's a hammer just got dropped. So if you guys hear stuff like that, I truly, truly apologize. There's just really no way around it. And I said, you know what? I'm just gonna hit record and we're gonna get this information out there today. So guys, little information about nutrition today, and it's kind of staggering when you go back and look at some of the stats. Um, between adults and children, guys, there's it's just it's getting out of control with the amount of obesity, the amount of overweight, the amount of um, you know caloric surplus being um, being ate by people, if, if you will, the amount of calories that are being consumed by everybody in the world today. And in the U.S., um, I've got a couple stats here that are just in the U.S. I do not believe it's worldwide. Um, I'd have to check on that again. But in adults right now, uh, uh, two-thirds of our adults are considered overweight. And a third of that is considered obese. And one in 20 would be considered extremely obese. Now, that's a staggering number. We're up into the 40 percentile, I do believe, with those numbers. And that is something super, super scary that we'll get into in a little bit in another minute here. And for children, ages 6 to 19 are considered to be overweight. And with more than 1 in 6 considered to be extremely obese. That's 1 in 6 children from ages 6 to 19 are considered to be extremely obese. Now... Just to touch base a little bit about that, I wanted to start with that just to kind of, you know, wake you guys up a little bit of what we're going to talk about today and just to kind of put a perspective into perspective of what it is and why it is that this podcast is available to any and all people who want to listen to it because these truths, these facts, these things have to be put out in the real world for you to understand what's really going on. It's not just a love of mine to be involved in the fitness and nutrition and mindset space. It's something that has to change. And right now, the message that's out there, there's more bad coaches, bad you know, Instagram influencers. There's, there's bad people out there talking just tons and tons of bullshit on what's not true, talking about 
why fad diets are, are better than a normal flexible diet, why this diet's better than that diet, why shrink wraps work, why fat loss pills work. Like you guys are so much bullshit out there. This is why, this is why as a community, we are so confused when it comes to our fitness and nutrition, especially nutrition. I have to remember that's what we were talking about today. I don't want to get off on a tangent. Today with the nutrition, I'm telling you, like, it's so scary, all the misinformation that's out there. And, you know, we swallow it up by the mouthful. It's like the when the brand new fad diet comes out, a brand new book by some brand new doctor or writer or whoever the hell it is, dietitian comes out with this brand new diet and they link it towards, this is going to cure all. This is it. This is how you finally lose fat the easy way. First of all, it could be an easy way if you have the right people in your corners. But most of the time, nine times out of 10, this thing called fat loss is not easy. That's like saying this thing called life is easy. You know, like it is as hard as you want it to be and it is as easy as you want it to be. But let's be real here, guys. This thing, nutrition, is very difficult. That's why people quit within 30 days. I mean, that's just the reality of the situation. That's why we only put this 21-day detox or 21-day fix or 30-day this or 30-day that. It's because we don't have the attention span to go past those days. But a bigger thing than that is we put a time cap on this thing. If I told you in 21 days you were going to lose 10 pounds and you took me to the bank with that and it's day 20 and you've only lost four, do you think in one day you're going to lose the other pounds? You're going to lose the other six pounds? It's not going to happen. So what people do is they do this 21-day or 30-day diet bullshit and they think they're going to lose X amount of weight. Well, when you actually put that all together, you don't lose the weight. You quit because you said that this diet was supposed to work and that means that this diet didn't work. So I'm going to go right back to doing what I was doing before, which obviously what you were doing before was not working. Hence, you trying the diet. So let's get that under wraps and into perspective really quick with everyone who is listening to this, that your diet has to be for your lifestyle. And I hate using the fucking word diet. I just, I keep saying it. I wish there was a different word. Your nutritional protocol has to fit your lifestyle in order for it to work. Now, if I told you that in three months, you were going to most definitely lose 10 pounds and you did, you'd feel a little bit better, right? But what if I told you in six months, you have an opportunity to get all of your nutrition on on course and all of your fitness on course to hit the next six months head on full esteem to completely change the way you look, feel, and think about good foods versus bad foods, what to eat, what not to eat, and not to mention your sleep's going to be better, your look is going to be their overall, your overall look of your body is going to be better. Now, what if I told you in one year's time, you will have everything you've ever wanted fitness and nutrition look, fitness and nutrition wise. You'd probably say, yeah, I could probably do that, but years a long time. I know everyone right away would be like, the year's a long time, Anthony. You guys, in retrospect, the year really isn't a long time. So let's get that nailed down really quick. You know, nutrition does take a long time. Fitness does take a long time. The longer you, the, the, the bigger the number, the longer you put on your goal, the better off you're going to be because life happens, you know, we have birthday parties, get-togethers, little Jimmy's party, little Susie's party, uh, graduation party, birthday parties, you know, all these things. We have, we have weddings. We have anniversaries. We have holidays. We have all these things. All the holidays in the world, guys, think about it. 
these holidays shouldn't throw you off course too much. You should be able to get back on, but these things happen. Your life does happen. It's a huge component. You know, it's a huge component of your weight loss and your fitness goals is life. And you have to remember that, that within those so quote unquote 30 days, you don't think that the something's going to happen. You don't think you're going to get invited out for pizza and dinner and drinks two weekends out of the four. Like that stuff happens all the time. So let's get that under wraps really quick and get that out of the way just so you guys know where I'm coming from, okay? So the first thing I want to talk about is clean nutrition versus flexible dieting. And the big thing is, and let me let me talk about clean eating really quick. So when I say clean, and most people do say clean, it's mostly the unrefined foods, minimally unprocessed foods, kind of like how our ancestors used to eat. Like back in the day, our ancestors didn't have loaves of bread and mac and cheese in a box and rice in the box. You know, they had they had to travel, they had to wander with the herds of bison and all these animals that they that they had to take down and they had to cook the meat and they had to find and forage for berries and greens and things like that. So and nuts. So these things weren't at readily available for them. Unlike today, we have every single thing most of the time bad, readily available for us, or actually good and bad, I should say, but I don't want to say good and bad foods, better foods than other foods. They're all right there for our taking. It's just, it's easier to grab something that's in a box, in a bag that we can toss in a microwave or heat up. Now that's another thing too. You look at these things and these things that are, that are processed and they're in boxes, they're in packages and you know, they're refined foods. They're made, they're made to be uh, shelf stable for such a long time. They're loaded with, you know, they're loaded with a lot of chemicals to make themselves, you know, self uh, shelf stable, which, you know, in hindsight, the chemicals that are in food today, you guys, there's chemicals everywhere. Right now you're breathing, it's chemicals outside, there's chemicals. So like, let's not break that down. Yes, there is good food. There's better food than other foods. But the one thing is you have to remember is, you know, clean eating is unprocessed or minimally processed food, unrefined foods. Those are the things that you know, we like to grab and those are things that have, you know, less nutrient value to them. We all know that. We all know that. But we're just lazy and we want things the quick way. So clean eating is unrefined foods and minimally unprocessed foods, just like our ancestors ate. The great part about it is it, uh, they have a lot of micronutrient and vitamins. So, you know, we don't have nutrient deficiencies. We also have less inflammation and our immunity is increased and usually are, we have an increase of overall health while we eat clean foods. Now, clean whole foods, I want to break that down again. Clean whole foods is everything from, you know, you know, meat, potatoes, veggies, fruits, all those things that you can just buy and you have to physically cook, cut up to eat. There's no warming up this, warming up that. It's not in a bag. It's, you know, these are things from the earth, by the earth, and we continue to grow them to nourish our bodies. Now, the reason why this can be a bit boring is because a lot of in, in this day and age in our culture and the Western the Western diet is mainly made up of fats and predominantly made up of fats and carbohydrates. We've turned it into, into a society that we so much love the easy way out. So we grab things in bags and boxes and people that have families, you know, the the mo- the mom and the dad the mother and the father have you know you know one to four kids on average they need something easy they need something fast it's not like you're gonna freshly trim green beans every night or freshly trim broccoli or any kind of vegetables like that steam them cook them cook chicken cook steak you know cook turkey every single night it becomes a hassle 
and it becomes a hassle because they need food at the ready very quickly. So we go towards, you know, processed foods or highly processed foods and refined foods and things like that. That's a lot easier, a lot easier to grab those things. But the same thing goes for you and me who are by ourselves or have a boyfriend or girlfriend or have roommates. It's we give up, like we, we like we give up that right to buy actual whole foods and take our time to cook them and take our time to smell them and eat them slowly and chew every bite of food before we just shovel food down our gullet. You know what I'm saying? So it can be a bit boring because we in this Western, you know, this Western nutrition we grab the things that are super easy you know it's a world of everything easy we can get on amazon we can get something primed to us tomorrow you know or maybe within 24 hours we can have something at our door we can call every single grocery store now whether it be um, during this time as this pandemic whether it be during the pandemic or not you were always able to get groceries shipped to you and and at the same day i know right now i can call whole foods down the street drop a hundred bucks it'll be at my house in four hours like that's ridiculous. I could have called them this morning, kept working on my all my online work and my podcasting and content, and the food gets delivered. I don't even have to leave my house. But what's the bad thing about that is that I'm staring at white walls. I'm not outside getting sun. Uh, I'm not getting any steps at this time right now. As I look at my Fitbit watch right now, I haven't left the house. I left my house for caffeine today. That's it. I only have 2,100 steps, and it's 1.20 p.m. I'm usually already at the gym. I didn't go to the gym this morning because I had a lot of work to do. I'm usually already at about five, six, or 7,000. I end my day around 10 to 12 to 13,000 steps. You know, I went to the zoo yesterday, walked around for a couple hours. I was at like 14,000 steps at the end of the day. You know, So with that being said, we are a culture of just everything needs to be given to us as quickly as we possibly can. And we're kind of forgetting what it is to actually go shopping and cook really good, wholesome food. So because it is a bit boring to have a super clean, super clean diet, because we all have those snacks, those treats, and like I love candy bars, I love Oreos, I love cookies, things like that. In around the year 2000, flexible dieting came out to play. Now, the definition behind flexible dieting is we all have foods that we love and eat every single week. And so what, what's the reason why we can't incorporate those foods? Now, everyone says you have to eat chicken and broccoli and rice 10 times a day to become clean and have a healthy immune system and yada, yada, yada. You're not going to get to your aesthetic goals that you want. Your body will never look the way it does if you don't eat chicken and rice, bro, every single day, bro, for every single meal, bro. That's like the biggest cop-out bullshit that there fucking possibly is. We know now that calories in versus calories out is so much more important than you breaking the bank for quality of your food. If you can afford it, I would say quality means a lot, especially if you have certain physical aspects for your aesthetic goals or you're into sports and you have huge goals coming up with competitions or you're walking across a stage for a bodybuilding competition or anything like that. Yes, your quality means a lot. But for 90% of the fucking general population, you guys need to understand that you can have a flexible diet and still reach those goals, still reach those fat loss, weight loss goals that you've so yearned for over the past years. That's the thing why diets suck. You guys are performing. I've fallen in this trap too. I've totally fallen in the paleo, paleolithic trap, the paleo diet trap. It nearly fucking killed me. It was horrible. We all fall into the into those traps of doing these diets for 20, 30 days. No more than 30, of course, because God forbid we do more something more than 30 days. We fall into these traps for these 20 or 30 days. 
And they say what we can eat and what we can't eat. They put restrictions on the food that we eat. Now, let me ask you this. How many of you people, raise your hand right now, <laughs> raise your hand right now, that if I told you that you can't eat your favorite food for 30 days, but on day 31, you can have it, what do you think is going to happen? But raise your hand to say, would you take that diet? If, my, if the number one nutritional protocol on that diet, I said, what's your favorite food? You said pizza. I said, cool. You're going to eat this for 30 days, and guess what? You're not going to look, smell, touch, feel, or eat a bite of pizza in 30 days. Would you take it? Would you be like, yeah, that sounds like a great plan. Raise your hand. Because I guarantee you right now you're all like, yeah, you're, you're full of shit, Anthony. I would never take that diet. So why are you taking these diets out there that are cutting out whole macro groups? Things that are cutting out full fat, full carbs, means you can't eat any carbs the rest of your fucking diet. And if you can't do that diet the rest of your life, then you shouldn't take the diet. Because if you're only doing something for such a, a short period of time, A, it's not going to be effective. B, you're going to binge eat afterwards. And that's what I was getting at. If I told you you couldn't eat pizza for 30 days and you loved pizza... What do you think is going to happen on that 31st day? I can guarantee you, you're going to go to town and gain all the weight back. Because that's what happens to people when they go on silly diets and they think keto's the way and they stop eating all that food and then all of a sudden they give up keto and they go back to carbs. Guess what? We hold like 20, sometimes more pounds of water in our body. More than that. Sometimes 20 or 30 pounds of water in our body. You start stripping out carbohydrates, okay? Hydrate. You stop holding that amount of water, but you also start diminishing your energy levels. Now, I'm not here to blast on keto because it does a lot of good things for people, but we can do this with anything. Let's say low carb, low carb diet, right? Cool. You're going to eat under 100 grams of carbs a day, which guess what? I think I ate 60 for breakfast. So let's just put that in perspective really quick. 100 carbs a day is absolutely nothing. Like you basically shouldn't be eating anything because everything you stay, like I said earlier on the Western diet, is all fats and carbs. So everything you eat that has a fat is a carb. So now you're limiting your fat as well. And now the one macronutrient called protein is the least administered macro in our culture. We have a very hard time eating the correct amount of protein that we need to eat to sustain and have longevity in our bodies for performance, for muscle recovery, just to have the, the correct amount of protein. We all under eat it in the United States. We have a huge fat and carbohydrate addiction and we eat a lot of that. So going back to flexible dieting, flexible dieting is a mix between clean eating and eating those foods that you love. So basically what you want to be doing is having kind of like an 80-20 split on that, all right? You want to have like an 80-20 split of 80% clean food, 20% flexible food, all those things you love. Pizza Fridays with the family, drinks with your friends on a Saturday and pizza, all of those things. Because while you're doing that, it's allowing you to open up to those foods that you so deeply and dearly love without restricting yourself so much that one day you could possibly binge on it or what always happens is you start stressing about the foods that you can't have. And guess what? That stress in your life added on to all the other stress in your life raises your cortisol 
and totally changes like the, the food output in your body. Like we can hold on to more water because we're more stressed out. We can see the weight gain because we're more stressed out. We can lose sleep, which is super detrimental to any fitness and nutrition and mindset protocol. Like you have sleep is number one and there up there is nutrition as well. And guess what? Working out till your, you know, your muscles fall off your body is kind of low on the totem pole. You have to have your sleep engaged. You have to have your nutrition engaged almost at an 80-20% at an 80-20% level so that everything else in your life can be fun and your lifestyle can be great and you don't have those stressors in life and you're still eating the foods that you love but in moderation, you're learning about moderation with your food and what your body likes to respond to and what your body doesn't respond very well to. Like I know at my age, right, at my ripe age of 38 years old, I can no longer eat like 80-20 ground beef. It doesn't sit well with my stomach. I usually have nasty gut problems when I eat 20, 80, 20, uh, you know, ground beef because it's 20% fat in that stuff. It's literally, you know, was it like 14 or 20 some percent per four ounces of ground beef? Like that's ridiculous. I don't want that much. That means I can't eat that much later in the day because my fat is so high, but I don't eat 80, 20 more. I can't, but you will find that out when you start doing a 80, 20 clean to flexible dieting split. And I urge every, every one of you to do that. So to wrap that up, guys, that's clean and clean eating defined by me and flexible dieting defined by me as well, guys. But you know, who the hell am I? I'm just a nutritional coaching specialist. No big deal. No big deal. I'm here to help you guys out. So I hope you guys are writing this stuff down. If you guys ever have any questions at, at all, you can always find me on Instagram at everydayanthonyj. You guys, give me a follow, shoot me a DM. I I will answer any and all questions. I'm on there quite some like a lot during the day, you know. So for uh, long periods of time, I can probably get you on the same day that you ask a question. Feel free to answer, ask a questions, guys. It's all good. And you know what? If I don't have that answer, I'm either a gonna push you to another coach, or b I'm gonna find it for you. Vice versa. I'm going to find it for you or B, push it to another coach that knows the answer. I have so many coaches in my corner. They would love to help me out. Damn, half of them have been on this damn podcast. So if you guys have questions, go back and read through the podcasting. I mean, like go listen to a bunch of episodes. You know, there's over 50 episodes. You guys will get tons of great and wonderful information on all the stuff that I'm talking about today and more than what I'm talking about today. Excuse me. I get some water, guys. But the next thing I want to move on to is what you can do to find somewhat accurate calories in your caloric prescriptions. Now, this is going to be a pretty all over the place. If I could say an all over the place accurate, <laughs> accurate, hit the bullseye uh, for your calories. Because this thing, it's like uh, your your nutrition is, is always like a moving target, Okay. There's always things that should be changed. There's always, you know, feedback, biofeedback, as we say in the business. Things like you need to take pictures every couple of weeks. You know, two to three weeks, you need to take pictures of a picture from your front, a picture on your side. And when you're on your side, you have to put your arms up like a zombie. And then a picture from the back. This can also be done with setting your phone up on a couple of books or setting your phone up like eye level and taking pictures of yourself in your underwear and things like that. So biofeedback can be pictures. It can be measurements. You know, take the same measurements on the same parts of your body, you know, once a month or twice a month and, and write all that stuff down and revisit it and see what kind of movements you have throughout your body. Nine times out of 10, 
you're going to keep looking in that mirror. You're not going to see stuff because we have super biased eyes, right? Like every time you and I both look in the mirror, we don't see change on our bodies because like we just won't see it. But you know what's really cool is when you wrap that tape around your stomach and you're like, what the fuck? My waist is down one inch, two inch, three inches, but you don't see it. Guess what? Now your pants fit differently. So these are why, this is the reason why we need biofeedback in our lives. We need it in our lives. It's really the only truthful way that we can get and see any type of fat loss, weight loss, or body change at all for aesthetic or like aesthetically pleasing changes. So when I say this stuff, guys, I'm going to try to explain it pretty quick here. So the best way to start is for the first week or two, track your food intake. Now, when I say track your food intake for one or two weeks, the easiest way to do it is download uh, an awesome app. You guys know what the app is, MFP, MyFitnessPal. It's a super easy app to use. It tracks all your food. You can even scan labels in and you know and put them into your caloric needs. And, and it actually tracks your proteins, fats, carbs, fiber, sugar, so many things it tracks. But most importantly, it tracks your proteins, fats, and carbs. So download my fitness pal and you want to track your food intake for one to two weeks. Now I say two weeks and that may sound like a really long time, but it's not because most people cannot track seven days straight without having a, uh, a heavier dinner here or going out for pizza there or having drinks on the weekend. So we need seven days pretty perfect of tracking. So that's why I say do two weeks and then what you want to do after those two weeks of tracking you want to divide by either seven days for the week that you track for a week or 14 days, you know, for 14 days, for two weeks. So you add up all your calories and divide by seven or divide by 14, whether that be one or two weeks, okay? From there, you will get a roundabout where your calories were for those one to two weeks. Now, while you track those calories, I digress a little bit. I don't want you to cheat. I don't want you to eat as clean as humanly possible for those two weeks. What I want you to do is eat your regular foods, meals, snacks, drinks, pizza, parties. Don't cut anything out. Don't change anything to make yourself look better or show off to me. If I was asking you, which I do with my clients, the very first thing we do for the first week or two is I have you track your calories. And all you use my fitness pal for is put the food in that you eat. That's all you do. You don't become special with it. You don't try to impress me. You don't try to be like, I'm going to eat chicken salads four times a day and I'm going to do awesome this week. It's not going to work that way. Just eat your normal food so we can find a normal caloric number divided by seven for one week, divided by 14 for two weeks. Okay? When you do that, you're going to find it in MyFitnessPal and you don't use MyFitnessPal for their recommended calories that you should eat per day. Okay, that is not what you do. So tracking your food, you can kind of see where you're at. And an, another way to do this as well is called the multiplier system. Now, the multiplier system, what this number is going to give you, it's going to give you an, an, a roundabout number where you should possibly be for your body weight. So take that tracking for two weeks, one or two weeks number, put that aside, okay? Put that aside. Now take your body weight and you're going to multiply it by three different ways, right? So if you want to initiate fat loss, you're going to do body weight times 10 to 12. And it's a sliding scale from 10 to 12, depending on your lifestyle and how much food you like to eat. Fat loss is body weight times 10 to 12. Your maintenance calories, which is your normal amount of calories that you need to eat to live a healthy life is body weight times 13 to 15. Then weight gain, which is bulking, 
you need your body weight times 16, if not bigger. So 16 plus. So that's going to give you your average fat loss, maintenance, or weight gain. I suggest everyone do their body weight for maintenance off the bat. You never want to start with fat loss. Body weight maintenance, 13 to 15. See what that is. Now, you compare those two numbers, right? You compare your tracking for one or two week number with this multiplying system number for your body weight times 13 to 15 for maintenance calories. Now, let's just hypothetically say here that what you tracked is 1,000 calories off of the multiplier for your maintenance calories. You're, one, you're minus 1,000 calories where you should be. You need to make up 1,000 calories to eat to that maintenance level because that maintenance level is a healthy, healthy level. Okay, That's a healthy level of living so you can sleep better, your hormones are great, your muscles get recovered, your body gets recovered, your central nervous system gets recovered, your, your mind, your brain feels great because you have glycogen, you have carbs in your system. Now say you're 1,000 calories off. You do not, and I repeat, you do not jump from 1,000 to 2,000 calories overnight. That is not the correct way to do. Chances are you've never eaten towards your maintenance before. You've been in a caloric deficit for such a long time. This is what we call in the industry the reverse diet, okay? The reverse diet. It's the exact opposite of what you do to lose weight. You want to add in calories, not take out calories. So here's a thing to do. If you're eating 1,000 calories a week, which a lot of women actually are, you need to get to 2,000 calories. You slowly, slowly add in one, two, 300 calories per week. So let's just say you find out your 1,000 calories low. For the first week, you're going to eat, 12, eat, eat 1,200 calories. That's 200 calories more than normal. For that week, you're going to do your best you can to hit 1,200 calories. The following week, add 200 more, 1,400 calories. The following week, add 200 more, that's 1,600 calories. The following week, add 200 more, that's 1,800 calories. Next thing you know, within one month, you're almost at 2,000 calories again. And this is why taking pictures and measurements is so, so awesome. Now, here's the thing. Anthony, but if I eat more, I'm going to gain more weight. Guess what? If you've been eating, under eating for X amount of years, for 1,000 calories for a woman and 2,000 calories for a man, that is very low per male female, okay? Very low. So what happens is your body, your body becomes metabolically adapted to where you can no longer lose weight anymore, okay? You've basically given up the right to lose weight. Your body's so used to eating that amount of calories that it will not allow you to eat less to lose more weight. What you have to do is this reverse diet, right? In layman's terms, what I just said, you have to do reverse diet. You bring yourself back to your maintenance level for a very long period of time to your hormones feel better, to your sleep is on top. And hell, you may love it. You may love the fact that you're eating more food, you're lifting more weight, you're running faster, you're setting new record PRs in your mile time, your 5K time, all those crazy things. You're lifting heavier. You see muscles being built. That's because you're now incorporating the amount of calories that you that you need for your body to actually work correctly. Amazing, isn't it? Food does help you out, Okay. So do that reverse diet, go from 1,000 to 2,000, find out your multiplying system, find out your tracking for two weeks, compare those two, and then go from there. Now, I want to move, I know that was a lot, guys. If you have any questions about that, once again, look me up on Instagram. My Instagram is at everydayanthonyj. You guys shoot me a DM. There was a ton of information. You can also fill out 
my coaching application that is on on my Facebook page pinned to the top. That's every day with Anthony J Coaching. That's pinned to the top. You can fill that out. We can get on a phone call right away. I won't be salesy to you at all. We're going to find out what's going on in your body and what's wrong. From there, it's up to you if you want to work with me or not. It really doesn't. You guys, no skin off my back. I would rather be on a phone call with you and help you in a matter of 30 minutes than try to sell you for 30 minutes, okay? I'm going to be able to help you 100% in 30 minutes. I can guarantee it. Same thing with the questions on Instagram at EverydayAnthonyJ. You guys have questions, put it in there. I can help you out like ASAP, like literally right on the spot. So guys, I know that was a lot of information, but I want to move on. The last thing I want to talk about is what should we follow according to macros slash calories, okay? So this is really, really simple, and this is exactly what you guys are going to write down. Now, I'm not going to tell you what how to find your fat. I'm not going to tell you how to find your carbohydrate macro. As, as, you, as we all know, macros are proteins, fats, and carbs that make up calories, okay? They make up the total amount of calories, your caloric expenditure throughout the day. So the best way to do this is track your protein calories. How do you do this, Anthony? Here, here's how you do it, community. You take your body weight times 0.08 or a sliding scale to body weight times 1.2 on the high end, 0.8 on the low end, 1.2 on the high end. You can definitely be in the middle somewhere depending on your lifestyle and what kind of foods you like and enjoy to eat. Protein is best utilized when usually you're around one gram per body pound. So I'm a, let's just say I'm 210 pounds. I need to eat 210, 210 grams of protein per day. That is a good amount of protein. That means most of my food that I am intaking on my plate is nice big portions of protein. And protein, you guys do know, and if you don't know, it's four calories per gram. Now, here's the cool thing, and let me break this down for you. 0.08 is like on the low end that people should never go below that, that amount, that number of protein per day. They shouldn't do that. It's not that healthy. And if you are below 0.08, that means you're, you're primarily, uh, your nutrition is primarily built up of fats and carbohydrates. So think about that really quick. Okay, put that in perspective. If you're, if you're below point body weight times 0.08, chances are you're eating in a surplus, if not all of your nutrition, is fat and carbohydrates. Now think about that. And if, you, if that is you, I can guarantee that you're not towards the, the aesthetic goals or how you feel goals, you know, fitness, nutrition, and mindset goals. You're not where you need to be because you are eating fats and carbs primarily as your food source and very low protein, which in the beginning of the podcast, if you remember, I told you in this Western culture, we eat very little protein. So let me break this down for you guys really quick. If you're eating your body weight in protein per gram per pound, in grams per pound, I should say, all you have to do is times that by four. So let's just take a 200 and for illustrated example here, guys. Now, if you're a 200 pound person, and you need 200 grams of protein per body pound times four because there's four calories per gram. That's 800 calories total per day in protein. 200 pound person, 200 grams of protein, 800 calories. Now let's just say your maintenance. Let's do let's do this for a 200 pound person. Your maintenance is 200 times that 15 number, right? For maintenance is 200 times 15. That's 3,000 calories total for your maintenance. 
Now, minus 800 calories of protein, that leaves you with 2,200 calories left. You guys follow me? 2,200 calories left. What do we do with that? How do you break that down in protein or how do you break that down in fats and carbs? You don't. You have 2,200 calories. I want you to eat between fats and carbohydrates. I don't care how you split it. 2,200 calories of those two macros. Is it that easy? It can be that easy. You guys, that is an easy way to track your food as a beginner to start finding and start seeing some massive, massive change in your body. And let me tell you what, if you're putting more of your energy towards eating a good protein source, one gram per body pound, okay, and you let your other calories fall in fats and in fats and carbs, you guys are going to start feeling amazing. That means you have more protein on your plate and you're having a flexible diet when it comes to fats and carbs. There's that flexibility. There's that flexible diet uh, de- definition again, guys, which means you can eat as little or as, as little or as much fats and carbs as you want to fill in those extra calories. And that is all I have to say about that topic today of nutrition. But let me recap really quick. Track your food for one to two weeks. Take the total amount of calories that you have on MyFitnessPal and divide that by seven or divide it by 14, whether that be one week or two weeks. Put that number aside. Put it on a board. Take your body weight for your maintenance level, which is a sliding scale, body weight times 13, 14, or 15. Take that number Put it next to your track number. How far off are you? And if you're far off, you have to slowly do a reverse diet and add in 200 calories a week until you make it to that maintenance level. Then you stay at that maintenance level. If you are over that number, then slowly bring your calories down in a controlled manner. I would do the exact opposite. Knock off two or 300 calories till you come to your maintenance a week. 200 calories a week to become down to your maintenance if you're in a surplus over that number. What an easy thing to do is track your overall protein calories, minus them from your maintenance calories, and that's the amount of calories you have left for your fats and your carbohydrates. Have fun with it. Have a flexible approach to your lifestyle, to your nutrition protocols, which means you can put in drinks on your MyFitnessPal. You can put in slices of, of pizza. You can put in a burger here and there. Put it in there. You don't have to just eat chicken, rice, and broccoli like the bro at the gym told you to do or your trainer's telling you not to eat this food or not to eat that food. Listen, we are all adults here, okay? We are all adults. I can talk to you guys like a fucking adult. And if I can't, that's part of the problem. You are an adult. You know... And I know that eating super crazy non-nutritional uh, food, eating tons of stuff in bags, eating tons of cookies, cake, candy bars, ice cream, never cooking sandwiches, never cooking your meat in a stove or an oven or in a crock pot, never cutting up vegetables, never eating fruit. You know and I know that eating less nu- nutrient food will get you into a surplus of calories, which is leading to fat gain, weight gain faster than it would if you're trying to eat wholesome food. Now, can you eat wholesome food and gain weight? Yes. Anything you eat into a surplus, you're going to gain weight, period. You can eat 3,000 calories of chicken. You're still going to gain weight if your maintenance is 2,000 calories, okay? You know and I know that Girl Scout cookies are not a fucking diet, okay? So have minimal 
processed foods once in a while in a controlled manner, make up 80% of the 100 with good, clean, wholesome food, have fun with it, have a dessert every single night, <laughs> you know, like seriously, don't have uh, half a pint of ice cream, look at the back of the, have one serving of ice cream, okay? Look at the back of the box, look at the back of the, the container, have one serving of ice cream, you know, have, uh, watch your peanut butter servings, you know, like look at the back of it, have one or two tablespoons. Just because something says your serving size doesn't mean you have to even eat the, the complete serving size. You can eat a little bit of that serving size. I do it all the time with peanut butter. I don't need to constantly eat two tablespoons, two servings of peanut butter. I can eat one. Okay? Potato chips. I can eat one serving of potato chips, not fucking four. Like, I know the food's great. It's super palatable food because it's made to be super highly palatable so you go back and spend all of your money on it in the grocery store. I know what it is. It's it's designed, it's chemically and induced designed to make you feel good when you eat it. Just like a lot of people are like, man, it's the end of the day, I just need a drink. Well, guess what? The same amount of people that say that are the same amount of people like, man, I just need to eat like shit. Or you know what? I just need to go off my diet and eat pizza, which usually leads to drinks, which usually leads to something else. You know, it's not just pizza. It's a, it's a landslide into a lot of other things. But if you... Try to control your environment and your surroundings. You are setting yourself up for success. And I do believe that you guys are here for success. And I know you're here to become 1% better because I know you guys are shooting me DMs. You're leaving me comments, okay? I know what you're doing, okay? You're looking at my YouTube channel. You're watching all my, all my vlogs and asking me questions and commenting on that as well. You guys, I get it. You're here to be better. You're here for your better nutrition, fitness, and mindset goals. I'm here to help you through that. I'm here to coach you through that. That is what I do. I am a coach. I am an online and in-person coach. I am here for you. And without you, this podcast wouldn't be possible. Without you, I probably wouldn't be here. And without you, I would not be a coach. So I want to say thank you for your time and thank you for your energy today. This is the best most amazingly awesome community this world has ever seen and let's continue to grow it. Please share this with a loved one, with someone that needs to hear it. Please take a screenshot of your favorite part, shoot it over onto your Instagram and tag myself everyday Anthony J so I can show you some love right back. But you guys, before I go, please hit subscribe on this podcast station so that you guys can be up to date with all the new episodes that are coming through. Please head over to my YouTube channel, Every Day with Anthony J. Hit the subscribe button there. I have weekly vlogs that are being put up. And that's everything fitness, nutrition, and mindset related. I teach you guys how to cook. I show you cooking demos. I go through the stores. I, I, I go over meal prep with you guys and all the things, the tips and tricks, all of that stuff as well. Hit subscribe on that. Check out some of those vlogs. And you guys, I have a Live Every Day newsletter, which you guys can get signed up right away. All you have to do is shoot me a DM at EverydayAnthonyJ with your email, and I'll get you signed up for that. There's tips, there's tricks, there's new, uh, new supplements that I'm coming out with very soon that'll be on there. And it's also, you have the ambitionthreads.com on there as well. You guys can click on that and get 20% off when you guys use the code everyday at checkout. Community, until next time, I love you so much. I hope you have a great and wonderful week. Destroy it. Kick its ass, kick it in its dick. You guys know what to do. Do not let this world walk all over you. Instead, you leave your mark on this world. Until next time, community, I love you.